America's founding fathers believed their vision, the city upon a hill, could only succeed with a special people in a special place. Over 240 years later, we the people, our American story is still unfolding. My name is Tina McCafferty. Join me every Friday as I spotlight those who embody the American values of faith, courage, and heroism. You will be uplifted, inspired, proud, and humbled to call yourself an American. American history is more than history. It's personal. I am an American, free-born and free-bred, where I acknowledge no man as my superior except for his own worth or as my inferior except for his own demerit. Theodore Roosevelt. Welcome to the fourth and final mini episode, episode 20 of season one. Today we hear from guests on season one, Brad, Travis, and Tiffany, as they share what America means to me. And as a bonus, I am including a few clips from season two, Mindy, Jim, Tom, Shiloh, and Matt. America means um, freedom, the pursuit of happiness opportunities, um, just gratefulness, having all these opportunities around you. Um, America to most means a better life. And I've been blessed to have a better life because I live in a country that has democracy. And we're, we're here. Uh, America is home. That's it. America is home. This is me. This is where I'm from. It's home. I can travel all over the world, but home is America. America means the freedom to choose. Like we're the beacon in the world. I've, I've traveled all over the world and everywhere you go, if you talk to a normal person from that country, it doesn't matter if it's a, what we consider a free country or one that's not, they all say the same thing. You know, they, they you be talking about any subject and then it'll, something will come out of their mouth to the effect of, well, at least you get the ability to choose that. And that's what America means to me. Is that's the place where you get to choose your, your own destiny. And everybody has the same, as much as some think they don't, everybody has the equal opportunity to do what they want, essentially, you know, as for, within legal means. If you want to be a billionaire, I mean, I saw a story about the youngest woman just became a billion, self-made billionaire at 31 years old and she went from nothing. She went from eating ramen noodles when she was 24 in college to at 31, she's a billionaire, self-made. So you can do that in America as much as a lot of people think you can't. I think some people just become pessimistic towards everything and they think it's always somebody else's fault. But to me, it's still, you get the right to choose. This is the way America was created and the way America should be. America is all about choice. You have the choice to do what you want. As soon as you start getting into where governments tell you that you can't do something that doesn't hurt somebody else, or you can't do something that they don't like because they grew up a different way than you did, then you're getting into a different type of government, a different type of country. But still, although maybe a little bit lessened, America is choice. And people like me who lost our legs, this is one reason why I can have a, a joking stance about this. I chose that. I chose to become a scout knowing my dad was severely wounded and he didn't lose his legs, but he did the same job. I knew what I was getting into and I still chose to do that. You know, nobody makes these people do that. And that's what makes our military and our freedoms all that much better is because for the most part of our country, 
people chose to fight and die if necessary or get maimed or whatever to give people the choice to do what they want. And America to me obviously is um, one of the best countries in the world. I obviously believe that one because of the freedom, but I came from nothing. I came from poverty, but I was able to become a physical therapist and I did that with hard work. And I think America is a land of opportunity. And I think we also have so many service members that will fight for that. And so for that, I'm forever thankful. On the 4th of July, before Corey went to basic training, we were at a community thing where there were uh, there was a patriotic program with readings and songs and fireworks and I bawled through the whole thing. Corey was leaving for basic just maybe three weeks later. He was gone over our very first wedding anniversary. So here we were newlyweds and I was devastated that he was leaving me. And uh, But that night as I was wiping away tears, Corey leaned over and just asked if I was okay or, or what was going on. And all I could muster out was, I am so proud of you. And really that's what it came down to. Corey wasn't overseas when he died and sometimes that makes me feel like I don't belong in this gold star family group. He didn't die for his country, but he did live for his country. And he lived trying to help others live. And he sacrificed a lot of time to serve his fellow soldiers and his fellow man. Uh, America's really about the freedom that we all have. Now everybody's gonna define that freedom a little differently. Maybe it's the freedom to associate. Maybe it's the freedom to vote. Maybe it's the freedom of education. Maybe it's just the freedom to have opportunities and make your own choices about those opportunities. Um, and I think that's the real key to America are those opportunities. We don't all get equal outcomes, but we get opportunities that we then make our own choices and we have to live with our own choices. Sometimes they're bad choices. Uh, sometimes they're jumping on a grenade and it's a bad choice, but, but Kyle Carpenter shows you, you can get through that bad day. It may take a while, maybe painful, but you'll get there. So I think, you know, that freedom of opportunity, the freedom to make our own choices, live with the consequences is really a, a lot of what America is to me. There's not one of those awards on my chest, uh, one of the stripes on my shoulders that I did by myself. I, I had thousands and thousands and thousands of men and women that got up every morning just like I did. And the only thing we got to do is just guide them in the right direction. And they will make or break your unit, your organization, uh, your workplace, uh, and it turn out exactly what you want it to be. I didn't, I didn't have problems in the military with um, discrimination. I didn't have problems in the military with uh, soldiers doing things they didn't supposed to do. Uh, you know, I told them what they had to do. This is the standards. This is what we got to do. And this is how we're going to do it. So don't disturb from there because you'll make me mad. And I, I don't think they want to see me mad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You, so we, seem uh, like, you seem like such a gentle soul. I can't even imagine you as a drill <laughs> sergeant, uh, but I guess you have to play the part, right? Play the part there. And those guys, they when they come in there and they see, uh, God, I don't want to be with this guy. Because he gets <laughs> so mean. I've but, heard you know, about him. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know the good thing, uh, Tina, what you see after a while, uh, you see some of those same um, recruits come up to you later on in your life, and they say you was my drill sergeant. That that's like one proud moment. And these kids got sorry first class on them. They don't went to off to a candidate school, and they they captors, they majors. I, I mean. It means so much to you when you see the success uh, that you had or impact on somebody's life. Well, I'm laying on the operating table and they're cutting my clothes off and I keep asking everybody. I'm like, have you seen my friends? Where's where's my other friends? Where's my soldiers at? Nobody would tell me or nobody knew, which whatever the case. And then all of a sudden I was like, somebody freaking talk to me. I was like, where in the hell are my friends? And then the doctor that's standing up above me, you know, I'm laying down and he's up here by my head. Nobody's making eye contact, which is also kind of freaking me out. This doctor looks down at me, makes perfect eye contact and said, you'll find out in a couple of months. I left a big question mark in my mind, but literally that's the last thing I remember. At that moment, I was medically induced in a coma that I spent the next 48 days in. So as I saw that white bag leaned up against the tree and I turned, let my team leader know and those behind me. And the minute I turned back around, I was just come up to the end of that compound wall. And there was a ditch that laid perpendicular from the road I was on that went inside of a pipe underneath the road. And um, as I looked down, I saw the command wires going right inside the pipe. And, I mean, in a matter of seconds, it exploded directly underneath me. And that, my friends, is the official, official end of season one. Tomorrow, we start season two with Mindy's episode, Mindy's American Story. She is a gentle, beautiful soul who has a really important story to tell, a gold star widow. If you have enjoyed season one and you have a few minutes, please leave a review, leave a rating, subscribe, let your friends and family know. And until Friday, see you then.